then you got to what? How many vehicles you got on tour right now? I just have one. I just so, so fusion on it. If you run that one, like you run twenty, when you get twenty, you won't have to worry about it. Yeah. Because if you run hey, that, say that again, man. Say it again, <laughs> man. If you run that one, so if you elevate your mind and come out of your box, right? Because you, it's one whip. It's, it's easy, right? But if you start manipulating your own mind, or if you sign up for that consult on business consultations, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You got to think big scale. If you run yeah. that one vehicle operation, like if it was twenty, when you get twenty in your fleet or ten, you ain't gonna have to work. Because you already ran that one Like a death row records You already got right. the Excel spreadsheets You already got the prices in your head You already know what you need to have In your emergency fund If you do that for one vehicle And you already in that rhythm When you get slapped with four Because you're going to keep grinding You got some dogs from Hustle Smarter Who might rock with you And put a car there in Tampa with you And we can talk about the numbers behind the scenes Because um, you seem like you got it under wraps And we want to we wanna collaborate but we got to trust you to, you know, run that system. Because what happened is you could still run 10 vehicles, but if them systems wasn't in play when you, it was easy running one, you're going to run yourself crazy. Podcast Hustle Smarter. What's up, family? What's good? Yeah. Hey, man, another day, another day. Look, you know, we don't like wasting no time. Got a special guest today. Uh, he goes by the tag of Crispy Ken. Uh, <laughs> I remember him from James, but Kennedy, um, I'll let her introduce herself, but I would tell you how we crossed paths. You know, we was out there, right? Pat hooping, um, little bro got some game, had us at the YMCA with his team going against his team. Um, good battles. Uh, remember him being a little hot headed, you know, never passing the ball, <laughs> but that's like the normal. Um, and then, you know, I ultimately had the. Uh, opportunity to actually finish his enlistment or finish his accession to join the Air Force. Uh, the old, my old office partner started with him. You know, everybody always wanted to work with me anyway, and uh, <laughs> I was able yeah. to finish it up. So you know, that's a that's a that's a blessing within itself to you know see someone leave and, and join the Air Force and be uh, successful and go from there. But look, I'm gonna let you introduce yourself, man. Go ahead and do your thing. Yeah. Uh, so I go by Crispy Ken, but my name is uh, James. Uh, yeah, I met you as my recruiter. And it's kind of crazy how things like come full circle. Like you got me into the military and now like we're here on a podcast talking about me post-military. So that's kind of cool. And, um, you know, real recognize real as far as grinding. And I've been noticing your grind and obviously you've seen my grind. So we're here together and I'm, I'm ready to uh, answer the questions and just talk. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. We just, it's like a barbershop, man. We in the barbershop. We just ain't talking about stuff that don't matter to every now and then we do. But it might not make hold it. Hold up, hold up, man. Before we get started, man. Before we get started, man. I had a flashback, man. From when you said YMCA. I remember <laughs> we cooked them, but hustle. You remember we cooked them, Just right? me and you. Yeah, we Friday. Ass oh, you talking about the league. Yeah. The league. It was yeah, me. I remember that. <laughs> it was me, Colin, Tom, Dick, and Harry. And we, <laughs> and we ran that whole that. league. That shit was like LeBron and D-Wade in Miami. Right, right, Just right. Just Colin came down. Did y'all win that league? We lost the uh, one before the chip because uh, the dude on my team, I was killing too. I was getting, yo, me and Colin, I think I had like probably 27. He had about 30. And Brody, they stopped passing us the ball. It was just me and him. But Buddy stopped passing me the ball. Like they had a big on me. And I literally was jab step to the rim for like 20 in a row, yo. And he just, and we had to, you know, uh, God bless that kid because he was able to still play that. We had the autistic kid on the team, which was dope, though, which was dope. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah. Well, yeah, but have you, man. Well, listen, since we already started that thing off with a bang, hold on. Now, listen, I'm not the best in math. I ain't the best. Yes, I am pretty good at math. <laughs> so I was responsible for your enlistment. If yes, I looked at my clock, you got like a four or six year term. Yes, sir. Oh, don't yes, sir, me, bro. We had to, we checked. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't made it to four. Right. So, um, I got, well, I'll tell you a little bit of the whole story. <laughs> so, uh, I, hey, look, I, you know the streets I, talk, so you know I heard a little razzle about some razzle. That's why I say it was anything right, off right, limits. Right, right, right. So a, lot, a few things was going on. So uh, first, um, I had uh, got diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. So right. that was like the first thing. Like that was, I was already on the fence. And then I got into a little trouble. Um, I was, you know, smoking while I was in. And they, I got somebody snitched on me mm. OSI investigation right, right. that was that 
But, you know, at, um, during that time, like, I thought it was like, the worst thing ever. Like, I didn't know what to do about it then. But um, I just had to figure out different ways to, to get it, like, after I got out. So I appreciate that happening to me because it forced me to be, like, in an uncomfortable, uncomfortable position. And from that, like, I was motivated to just go hard. And, like, I felt like I had to prove people wrong. Right, right. Much, so much respect. So let me that ask you this. At the point when that happened, right, when it when initially happened, what was your mindset at the point where you're like, right, I'm about to get kicked out. What am I going to do next? Uh, So at the time, I didn't know yet that I was having a daughter. But, like, before I found out that, like, I was just like, I'm, I'm going to do what I was doing before. Like, I'm going to go find a regular job, go back home, do that. And then when I figured out I was having a daughter, I'm like, I can't do the norm. Like, I want to get my daughter better than I had when I was younger. So, like, I started thinking of things that was the bigger picture opposed to just the the norm. Right, so, right. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. So then, all right, well, I can relate to that because I got a daughter, too, right? And I got one on the way, so I might have to have two daughters. So, yeah, I understand where you got to, you know, I mean, you got to get out the mud now because you, like, you got to provide for the girls in your life, you know? And that's yeah. the first man they're going to see, and you're trying to be that that roundful figure for them, you know? So when they, when they grow up and they come that time, they find the right man that kind of emulate who you are. So you right. want to stand straight all 10 toes down and you're good to go. Yeah. So uh, a big thing too, is that like, I was very comfortable while I was in the military too. Like, right. um, I think I've heard y'all talking about like, um in one of the past podcasts about how uh, a lot of people live in check to check. Right. Like that was like one of the biggest things I was doing while I was in the military. And I like I didn't care when I was in the military. Like I didn't care at all. Like I'm like, yeah. shoot, I get my check on the first and the fifteenth. Like straight, it. like you know, every, I'm going out every weekend. I'm cool. Like, there's females, yeah, chilling. That and that's all I was really worried about. I really wasn't right, worried right. about the the future. So like that's why I say like getting out really put me in a corner to where like I had to think more about further down the road because I'm like I don't ever want to be put in a position again where right. somebody can just take everything from under me. So, Bars. So, I mean, for the record, I don't know if you said this already. He was stationed in Tampa, Florida, y'all. Uh, how old are you, <laughs> sir? <laughs> I'm 26. 26. So you got there like 23, 22, 24? Yeah, I think I was 23. Man, I a lot of times, a lot of these damn uh, clowns always want to, you know, look down on the youngsters and they always got something to say. I mean, uh, how can I say this politically? I'm not an advocate for, you know, drugs, but it's only weed. <laughs> um, right. I, I voted for the last president because I heard he was legalizing it. <laughs> um, I got my medical card now, though. Uh, hey. So, I mean, with that, yo, for real, you said some joints right in the start. Like, your back was against the wall. I heard that. I got that right, fellas. His back was against the wall, number yep. one. And you had a daughter. So your whole mindset shift because you knew being average wasn't going to work. That's big yep. to catch that at your age and to have everything stripped from you, because basically that's what happens. You live in check to check. So you didn't really have nothing going on. You're your average, your average airman, which is why I'm always preaching. Get out the rat race, uh, which is why we talk about this. We probably talk about it every episode, even if that's not the main topic, because ultimately they took everything from you that you were used to, that you were comfortable with. And you in Tampa, Florida and. Worst place for that to happen. So when I right. heard that news through the grapevine, I said, Ken going to come back out here to Ohio. And then I was watching your moves. I'm like, lucky finding his way out there in Tampa. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, ultimately, Tampa way better than Dayton, Ohio. Uh, but yeah. that's dope, man. When you said, uh, too, you thought it was the end of the world, but it wasn't. And, and chances make champions. Uh, pressure right. bust pipes or build diamonds. Right. You know, uh, right. won't get into it too deep, but I lost a couple partners who got caught up in weed, just weed in the military, and they made the ultimate decision to end it. Like, bro, it ain't. It's cool, bro. Like, you you ain't killed nobody in the Air Force. You're going to be all right when right. you get out. Uh, everybody that I know that has gotten out that has been a close friend of me, uh, they're all doing great. Like, I'm kind of thinking, shit, I should have got out with them because <laughs> they're right, on another sorry. level of balling. Both sides are great, though. Like, you know, yeah, both yeah. sides are great. It's, it's, it's make, it, what works for you. But I, I right. my personally, and I'm, I'm sure everybody on this mic, um, we just try to grind like this shit could end the day because we want to be set up for right. it to end. See, you had right, to get right. ready. You wasn't ready, mm-hmm. but you had to mm-hmm. hit that ground running to whereas while everything is good, you know, you prepare for war in a time of peace. So I'm 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 treating every day like they're gonna come today and take my boots. 
You right. know, as long as they give you retirement. It took time. Yeah, it took time. I wish I had that earlier, but I appreciate though, like you know, the struggle because the struggle just makes the reward feel so much better. Yeah, you you build the character through everything you go through. I don't. Everybody want to skip it. Everybody want the. I ain't going. Chris, why you ain't stop me yet? You know I'm about to go on my tangents. Hey, Chris, no, I'm about to go down that hole. Bro. Um, about to let you. Hey. We about to let you. Nah, yeah. I mean he was. I was letting um, y'all relate to each other. Uh, I relate to you as well, bro. Um, I had some troubles with the Air Force. They ain't, they ain't hang my head yet, but um, <laughs> I was in that. I was in that same mode, and actually, I'm kind of glad it happened because it woke me up as well. So. I really don't ever want to be in a situation where I depend on them. So ever since then, ever since that day, ever since the situation happened, I've been setting myself up to where I don't need them. And if they won't, you know what I'm saying, they can hang me and I'll be good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not wishing that. Not wishing that upon my, myself. But I know that mindset that you're going through. Um, and I got kids myself. So if we could take that mentality and dish it out to everybody and they can know that, you can focus on you as well and and Air Force as well and don't get comfortable um, because at the end of the day, they can take they take your boots when they want. So you got to set yourself up first. Man, so let me ask you. Actually, go ahead, Chris. You ain't done. Go ahead. Go ahead, Chris. Oh, no, that's good. I'm good. I just wanted to show my respect. All right. Well, let me ask you since I got you here, right? Why do y'all think it takes for us to have our backs against the wall for us to really do what we want to do? Why we got why we gotta get back in the corner for us to really show out and show what we could do? Man, that's a good question, man. We got a guest on the show. We're gonna let him answer it first. Go ahead, bro. I think it's complacency. Uh we just get complacent with where we at. Get get comfortable. Right. And once you're comfortable, like you feel like you don't have no reason to try to I mean, for some people, not for everybody. Some people right. aren't like that, but for some people we get complacent. I can just speak for myself. I was very complacent and I was enjoying the time I was in. So that's what I think the biggest thing is, is for me. Right, right. Um, and I understand that. And, yeah. I, you know, I, I respect that because uh, at least uh, the, what made you do what you had to do, it wasn't that big of a price. You know, some other people have to pay a bigger price to realize, like, you know, some people go to jail or some people go dead broke and lose everything. Got to start all the way from the bottom and start over, you know what I'm saying? So at least when you learned your price, it wasn't that of a greater price where you had to – start from scratch and figure out what you're going to do next. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. You still have some way to maneuver and get to where you at right now, which is the next thing we about to get into. You ain't let me answer the question, though, bro. I ain't get to answer the question. No, Chris answered the question, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, Chris. What you got, bro? <laughs> but nah, yo, to answer your wow. question, man. Uh, oh, go ahead, Chris. You know, I always end with the Barry Bonds home run. Shout out to uh, Barry Bonds, man. We know the uh, MLB. Uh, it is Black History Month, so I'm un. I'm yeah. Go ahead. I don't want. To, I'm gonna go ahead. That's where they start the month of the podcast. Right, right. Y'all already know it. It is day fun. If, if this one don't come out to April first, when he help us get two million followers, uh, we, we did record this on February first. <laughs> black History Month. You got four strong black men in here, all been through adversity, all came out on the other side, no matter if it's how big or small, and we all are girl dads, all fathers. Hundred percent, baby. Go ahead, Chris. Answer that though. What you what, what you think, Chris? What's the reason, G? Um, one reason is because a lot of people who join the military, they like the most successful people in their family. So when you got everyone looking at you at that on that on that level, then you're going to be complacent because you feel like you made it and what you did. You know, I know plenty of people for the first time they joined and they got the most money in their family and everybody's asking them for handouts. And then on the other side of things, when when you're comfortable then like you don't you don't really you don't really grow you don't grow in a comfort zone and the military comforts us and it's, it's all strategic they mm-hmm. pay you every two weeks mm-hmm. they're gonna pay for your school they're gonna give you a va loan with zero dollars down um the air force is the easiest damn branch so like why would people grind why would they be in that mode of desperation there's no reason to be in that mode so when we when we actually need to be then your then your eyes open like damn, you know what I'm saying? Like you, your mindset shifts because now you you see things in a different light, especially when they finish shit on you. Whew, hold on, Chris, you all right over there? 
Hey, you got a fire extinguisher, boy? <laughs> that was, hey, I mean, I ain't got to. I, it's hard to follow behind that. Um, and I would say that, too. I would just say it's the way you ra- the way we raised, how you built, uh, what you built upon. You know me. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just a little different. I ain't, you know, not sound grandiosity or, or bigging myself up, but I always grinded like my back was against the wall because I never wanted to be in a position where I had to figure it out from, you know, ground zero. That's just the way I was raised, though. Like I said, you know, Ron, I'm going to get him get him on the show soon. Might get him next week. But, uh, you know, I always grinded, yo. I always grind. That's all I knew. Right. When I came in, I did get comfortable like Ken, though, because ultimately, same thing Chris said, man, I left North Lawrence, bro. I have already done more than anyone else. And I went and lived overseas. So if I get I was real reckless and I can't, you know, I had to read the book after I retire so they don't pull up any old charges. Um, but I was real reckless when I was a youngin. But it was a different time frame. We didn't do everything and record it. Um, hell, we was in Japan, so we barely had phones that was even at that level. It was literally flip the call or flip to send a two word text. You couldn't even write a paragraph. You know, feel me? Um, and, and I still would have figured it out because hustlers going to figure it out. I think that's what just separates hustlers and lions from sheep. Um, a lot of people talk a good game today back against the wall. You know, I literally was like today, like I don't get no time off on nothing. And it's like, why am I working this hard when the Air Force pays me great? Because they are programming you to be a worker your entire life. The school system does it. The college system does it. Um, the black parent. Can we, we might do an episode on black parenting because black parents do it. They will yeah. applaud you like a motherfucker for all your straight A's. But if you do anything outside of the ordinary, now he's a bad kid. Everybody mm-hmm. I know with a real, not for, to, to an extent, a real legal bag, like real entrepreneurs probably finish high school. That's it. Uh, and they blaze their own trail. But not only is the world programmed, the black culture is very programmed because we're trying to keep massa happy. So okay. go to school, get straight A's, go to college, go get a job. You're going to get a good job. But they're not telling you that them jobs is upside. Man, don't get me started. Mini Malcolm X, man. It's my new name all yeah. month. Mini Malcolm X. Respect to Malcolm X. One of the greatest. I'm more Malcolm than Martin. But go ahead, bro. I, I want to <laughs> add another thing to the uh, to that question that you asked. I want to say another thing I would say is uh, a saying that I always hear is that you're a product of your environment. Right. Um, usually, like, in the military, everybody's doing that same thing. Like, everybody is living check to check. So it seems normalized. You yeah, adapt, you adapt to, to it. So it's like, your norm. The, the, and, and that was, like, the big thing, like, when I first got in, I had my whole mindset that, hey, like, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then you get into that environment with everybody, and you're like, oh, like, okay. You know, they get a new whip. Uh, I'm getting a new Even though I have the money, I'm going to go get the new whip. It's kind of how or we talked they, about on Soul Food. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or they're going to they eat nice. I'm going to go eat nice. Yeah. And you feel like you have to compete with them. And you don't got to compete with nobody but yourself. And that's what I learned. Like That's the best part. Nowadays, yo. I don't be competing with nobody. It's just me and myself only. You're going your own lane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Own lane. But that's a fact. You're damn sure a product. Your environment will change you before your environment changes. Uh, right. and, and that's just truly. Man, run that back. Say that again. <laughs> Chill out, man. <laughs> your environment will change before you change the environment. Thanks. We got to get into this Toro and Airbnb talk. But think of a nigga in the hood who think he going to change in the hood. Right. The hood gonna kill you. Facts, you got to get out of there. Up. And when you leave, right. the hood still the same. Yeah. You go to right. where you Brooklyn, right? Bed style with a lead fly. Ain't shit changed from 1955 to 2021. Nah. Just different nah. guns, and they putting it on social media right. now. Right. The, the, you're, you're not gonna change your environment. Right. Facts. It, the, Facts. The, but listen, let's 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 talk about the hustle though. And I'm, you know, Hustle Gang, he lifted his head back up a little bit. He real he big ready. on the Toro and Airbnb, so he probably about to hit you with all kind of questions. Right, but right, before right. we go into it, my young brother got out the Air Force earlier than his choice. Uh, he was on his dick. Sorry for saying it that way. I can't use a politically correct statement right now. I just ain't <laughs> thinking that good. Had his back against the wall, had a baby on the way, and he ain't fold. He ain't fold, yo. And he ain't settled for less either because he could have just went and got a job. Yeah. I mean, he could have easily went and got a job and, you know. But could have came back to Ohio. He could have came back home. Yeah. He could have. Nah, he, he stayed and persevered. You he fought saying? through. So what you want, Chris, you go ahead, man. He got he got both of them joints rocking. Toro Airbnb, yo. It is Chris Wellhouse. Chris love this shit. I'm learning a lot from him. I'm about to learn a lot from you. And I think what we're going to do is, you know, we all trying to get in that space, too. We just, uh, I think Chris probably the only one in the perfect location for it with yeah. him being out there. Where and, you at, uh, Chris? I'm in D.C. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I'm in 
DD, Dover, Delaware. That shit stink. Uh, <laughs> Nothing going on out there. <laughs> nothing but the flames and bodies coming in. Uh, and then calling closer yeah, to Philly. Yeah. Uh, but go ahead, Chris. It's your show, baby. So for everybody listening, I just want you to answer these, I think, two or three questions, right? How many college credits you got? Or do you have a degree? No degree. Okay, perfect. Um, how much money did you have to start? About fifteen hundred, but I uh, I went in with somebody, me and somebody. I, I went in with somebody, so we shared okay. that. Like three thousand. Oh, the only two questions. Yeah, those are the only two questions I got. That I just wanted to ask. I wanted to put that before we get into it, just to let everybody know they ain't got no um, excuses. Right. No college, no college degree, fifteen hundred dollars to your name, and you still made it, made away. So ain't nobody got no excuses. So before, before you continue on that, fifteen hundred, three thousand dollars between two people. One, you got to partner up and not partner down. At least partner the lateral and don't partner up. So if somebody don't got enough money, they got to have the hustle. If they got the hustle and not the money, you still sign with them because they're gonna do the work and you're gonna bless them okay. and they're gonna make that money come back. I'm gonna stop saying that. I'm gonna stop saying that. What you said? <laughs> I said yes, sir. Again, come on, bro. It's more respecting, man. You were my recruiter and everything. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was the last real nigga left, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I get it. I, I respect it, though. I am. I mean, I am. I guess I'm an old head nowadays anyway. <laughs> they call me Unk in them streets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you mentored to me, man. Hey, appreciate that. But um, for sure, Chris just asked you two great questions that everybody gets misled on. That's why he did that. I know that's why he did that. You can't get nothing like if you questions. don't go to college. That's the first thing. Like I said numerous times, I only went to college because the Air Force paid for it. Um, and then the other one, $1,500, $1,500. So if any of that, I hate talking about designer clothes because I wear them, but I ain't in that bracket. So shit, if, if you, if you're really buying Gucci shoes, Louis Vuitton shoes, that's a thousand, right? And if you buy yeah. that dumbass off-white t-shirt, that's 500. <laughs> that's $1,500. <laughs> okay. That's going to be mixed with some... Hey, that's gonna get mixed with some other clothes and get turned a different color. Bro, you are gonna walk around? You ain't even gonna want to drink or eat because you don't want nothing to, on a t-shirt. Man, t-shirts right, are right, expendable. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. I will pay a little for a nice collar, you know, you know, Pima cotton joint, little little linen or oh, something. Man, but I'm not playing right. no five hundred for a white t-shirt, yo, because that's just the Hell ultimate. Nah, it could be the ultimate flex for some. It could be the ultimate damn doofus move for others. <laughs> But <laughs> we, we definitely got we definitely got to put that in clear to each his own. You're right, but I just don't want to hear about people telling me that they cannot invest. You just don't want to hear the excuses. I don't want to hear the excuses, yo. Just say, yo, you know what? I could have put it on the Airbnb. I heard your show, Graham, but I rather bought this off white shit to go to the club, yo. And I'm, I'm going in general. Cool. Look, I paid that much for the outfit. I can't even buy the VIP booth because I don't got enough of that. But I got this off white on. Fuck out of here, man. And who they flexing for, though? That's the thing. Who is it for? Well, they, sit in, me, they sit in the section <laughs> with 100 dudes. Bro. Come on, take man. Take an Instagram picture, brother. Right. Like 50 likes, and that's it. B.B. Simon's on and, 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 and Deathicas, because them Ethicas look a little old, B. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> listen. Uh, but listen, hold on. But yeah, I mean, we, you know, we all done things before, but even in my younger day when I would spend my last two be in them situations in the club with the clothes on, I was a single man and I was trying to impress females. Um, these sections, like when we and my partner used to go and we, even when we, and I ain't too, we bust on the section. Like we ain't had no money like that, but we got the section, but it was a uh, two of us and eight of them, six of them. Like they can at least just come, even if we ain't talking to them, they're going to be in our, in our area. Like that's just crazy. Why it's 12 yeah. dudes in one section, like pause. <laughs> exactly. And, and then they all, you know, whatever. Yo, so, <laughs> <laughs> Which one did you get in first, the Airbnb or the Toro? Uh, Toro. All right. By and accident. Tell us the okay. accident. Explain that. Explain that. <laughs> By accident. So, um, I had like been seeing uh, the ads for Toro like a lot, like, and I was like, yo, like, it looks interesting. I didn't really it, it piqued my interest, but I really didn't give it any time of day. Um, I was telling my friends about it. I'm like, hey, I should do this, but I was never doing it. Like that was the one thing too. I would say I was gonna do a lot of things, but I never did it. So, you know, you're not in the military. That was really one of the times I'm like, you know what? Like, if I'm going to say I'm going to do it, I'm just going or I want to do it. I'm going to do it. So um, I just put my car on Facebook Marketplace as a rental car for like $50 a day. And I was just going to see what it was going to do. And I got a lot of good. A lot of people were hitting me up, hitting me up. They wanted to rent the car out. And I'm like, you know what? I could really try this Turo thing. So I put my one four Fusion on the Turo and. It's been successful since. Okay. So 
Man, that's that's a damn. That's a that's a way to do it though. So okay, so you put it on there. You st- you you start getting. I had a lot of I had a lot of failure though before, like before Turo, like before figuring out Turo. Like I did a lot of things that I failed at before, like right, something right. actually coming, something actually happening that really worked. So okay. it was that was a good feeling. Well, let's highlight that. So you try other things and you fail. That you could that could have deterred you. You could have stopped right there and said, "All right, I'm gonna come back home. I'm gonna do something else." But you kept persevering and said, "I'm gonna try something that worked." Yep. So, what kind of mindset you had when you was going through those things? Uh, I was just. I mean, some days were harder than others. I'm not gonna lie. Like I was like, "Dang!" I like I wish I was still in the military because I I kind of missed that check some days. Right. But then I'm like, you know, I don't have no. I can't go back now. So right, right. the only thing I can do is go for it. And like I said, I still have my daughter in my mindset that I'm. She, you know, she's coming in seven to eight months. You know, as time is going. And I just got to keep trying things because one thing is going to work eventually. All right, yeah, because failure was not an option. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I respect that you kept going, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's real easy for you, to, for you to quit, you know what I'm saying? It's real hard for you to keep going, you know what I'm saying? So I much respect to you for that. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't even going out, though. I, I locked myself in the house. I was watching videos. I mean, I was applying for some jobs, too. I was trying to do a little bit of both, like just keeping right. both things open, but... Like, even when I was applying for jobs, I was like, um, there's something called a star method. I was trying to make sure my interviews right, questions right. were straight. I was doing everything. So I was going hard with everything. Some things wasn't working. Some things were. But okay, it so, gave me a, a lot of knowledge, though, with everything. Okay. So the next question. So for the Toro, right, when you put, your, when you put, the, you put the Fusion on there, right, how much you would put it for and how long? Um, I put it for $40 a day. Okay. And... um. When you say how long, what do you mean? Like how long were they able to rent it for? So it was four dollars a day. So basically, it was just a flat fee of four dollars for that day, forever. How long they had it? Yeah, no, like so forty dollars a day, and then however you know each day. So like if they got it for five days, then it's forty times five. So okay. yeah. Okay, that's straight. Okay, so then, how? So that was the only car you had at the time. Yeah, I I only had the Ford Fusion at the time. So that like that was yeah I tried with the car I only had at first. So right, I put right. my car on there. No car. No car at all. Like just I, yeah. I was just like, let me see what it do. Like I want to see if I can right. make some money off of it. I can get another car later. But okay. I didn't I was just trying to find an extra income. Got you, got you. Okay. That's what that's Chris, what right you there. about to ask? Um, so with the Toro, right? For everybody who who doesn't know what the Toro is, you can rent a car, um, personal vehicles. You can rent personal vehicles instead of renting from Enterprise or Hertz. So I got yes. um, a few questions for you. So I know you rented your personal vehicle. Um, was your income from Toro able to, did you have a car note at the time or was this car paid off? And the car was paid off. Okay. So everything that was coming in from you renting your car was all profit? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, so I, I read, me and Graham was looking at the Toro story the other day. Um, someone actually stole the car. Uh, while they was driving it so are you familiar with um putting trackers in the car uh, yeah what what kind of insurance plan do you have um uh, give us a little insight on someone who has a car right now who wants to start tomorrow okay so um there's like a there's a few tracker options but uh the good thing when I, the car i got it came like with a tracker app on it already so that was just that was just a perk that was a blessing um, in the sky. That, that was a blessing in the sky. I, I, I love that. I, the only thing with that tracker that I have is like, it's just like kind of like 15 minutes. like after it's slow. It has a lag to it. There's like trackers that work faster. You know, you have to pay a little bit more for it, but I just stuck with that. To, so I don't have to spend any more money. As far as insurance, Turo has insurance on the app. So um, like they have like a 70, 30, a 60, 40. Um, they, so basically like your payout, like, you, they get 40% of your payout, and that's going towards insurance. So if anything happens to your car, they okay. cover you there. Okay. And how much do you spend on um, maintenance? Um, tires, gas, um, oil changes, um, car cleaning. Um, give us an idea what, what what we need to be looking at once we start renting the car. Now we got income, but now we got to keep up with the maintenance. Okay. So and what, this, what, and what, and what, what, what showed you? I'm sure you got a new. Um, I think Graham told me you got another car on there now. Yeah. No, I just okay. I just have so, a BMW for myself. That's for myself. 
Okay, you just written them. So, okay. We, so, we, you we flexed out. I thought that was on Torah. I was trying to rent that when I come to Tampa, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gonna, it's going to be more coming soon. Okay, that's what's up. working. So, yeah, your overhead cost, though, how do you how did you manage that? Did you go through it for a month first? But what Chris was asking, did you go through it for a month first and then realize, like, I need to put this much to the side? Did you just base it off of what your regular maintenance was already, you know, oil changes and all that? Or Yeah, so um, so the good thing, like, with Turo is, um, like, if there's, like, if somebody goes over a certain amount of miles, so you can have, like, a mile rate, like, limit. So, like, 200 miles a day. Once they go over that, then they paying you for the gas. So that was like, that's the first thing I liked about Turo. Um, but it really depends on what, you know, each customer. So it's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to like gauge the numbers. I really haven't like put the numbers down. I should, I need to, but I haven't. You know, um, I'm tell you something, man. And you know, I'm gonna tell you go to one hustle.smarter.com for our business consults. But you know, I'm all about scaling, scaling the business. And you got to what, how many vehicles you got on tour right now? I just have one. I so, so fusion on there. If you run that one, like you run 20, when you get 20, you won't have to worry about it. Yeah. Because if you run hey, that. Say that again, man. Say it again, <laughs> man. If you run that one, so if you elevate your mind and come out of your box, right? Because you, it's one web, it's, it's easy, right? But if you start manipulating your own mind, or if you sign up for that consult on business consultations, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> You got to think big scale. If you run yeah. that one vehicle operation, like if it was 20, when you get 20 in your fleet or 10, you ain't going to have to work because you already ran that one like a death row records. You already got right. the Excel spreadsheets. You already got the prices in your head. You already know what you need to have in your emergency fund. If you do that for one vehicle and you already in that rhythm, when you get slapped with four, because you're going to keep grinding. You got some dogs from Hustle Smarter who might rock with you and put a car there in Tampa with you, and we can talk about the numbers behind the scenes. Because um, you seem like you got it under wraps, and we want to we want to collaborate. But we got to trust you to you know run that system. Because what'll happen is you can still run ten vehicles, but if them systems wasn't in play when you, it was easy running one, you're gonna run yourself crazy. Are you struggling to get out of consumer debt? Have you been trying to pay off loans, car notes, credit cards, and it's just getting overwhelming and you don't know where to start? That's what we're here for. The team at Hustle Smarter and Hustle University on February 26th at 11 a.m. on Zoom will be holding a course on how to pay off debt. We'll go over all the methods from the snowball method to the avalanche method. We'll go over other techniques that'll help you get out of debt faster. Please sign up at onehustlesmarter.com. Thanks. You're going to run yourself crazy. You're going to miss something. You're going to start uh, getting irritated with customers. Um, something's going to right. suffer because of a lack of uh, jump. So once again, preparing for war in a time of peace, yo. Right now it's peaceful. You got one, even two cars, probably that not that much of a headache. But if we ain't building for expansion, what are we doing it for? You know, I don't want the house where only for me and one kid. I want the house where four kids can fit in maybe two family members. And if that never happens, then I already was ready. You can always put stuff into a space but it's always hard to grow the space that you're in come on man stop playing <laughs> sorry hold up man that's good. hold up I got, so I, <laughs> so you got a bmw now right and that's that's for your personal use yes for my personal use yes did toro pay for that <laughs> yeah did toro pay for that no toro don't pay for that it just pays like half of my car note so but half of my car okay. pays for it okay so let me ask you so with the way toro works does it the type of car like the brand of the car Whatever car it is, does that determine like the price? How much you can rent it for, or you can rent it for whatever you want, don't matter the brand. So like you determining your price? Correct. Right. So yeah, you determine your own price. So a lot of people got hustle within Turo. Some people um will put their car on Turo, but they have ads running on Facebook. Mm. So like they will say their car is like a hundred dollars. Like my Ford Fusion could be a hundred dollars on Facebook. And then they have a person, they direct a person from Facebook to their Turo link. So they can charge way more than what it would be like the average Ford Fusion would be on Turo, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So like how I have to charge 40 because that's what Turo recommends me to charge. They right. charge 100, but they run a whole different hustle on the on the side. So it's, it's many ways to, to do right. it. I just, I haven't went that route, but I've seen a lot of people do that. So you just starting out. Okay, so you don't plan on, on, on running two vehicles on Turo? I'm ma I'm mainly focusing on the B and B right now. So I put the one vehicle on it. That's more like side income. But 
the B&B is like my big thing is what I really want to focus on and more in real estate. So you were saying that you wasn't too much worried about the Toro. Toro's just a side income. I don't like asking people their numbers. Is it a decent side income, though? Far as the one vehicle. Yeah, yeah it's decent. Yeah, yeah, no you pay said on he's paying it. half his car note. Paying half his car note. Yeah. So that's and at you least. You got a BMW, so I assume it's doing a little BMW same. mean black man working to bring money with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too. So, all right. Quick, so Before we BMW, go into. Yeah, go ahead. Three what? You got, what kind I got, of you got a 5-series. A 5-series, five like 530, 540? Look, I'm not deep into the vehicles. I know it's a 5-series. I don't know that. <laughs> so, hold on. That. Hold on. Bro <laughs> just went to the lot and said, my bag, right? You know, they kicked me out. They thought they was going to do me. Nah, give me that right. Beamer, that gunmetal gray one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bring yeah, I like the. It, it, I know it's half, like it's half electric and it's half gas. So that's that was okay. a feature I kind of like. So I, right, I right. charge right in my garage. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. I do the gas oh, thing, so awesome. I, it's pretty cool. So listen, you yeah. did say this before we cut you off. Uh, you're focused on your Air B and B. So let, I mean, what, what's yes, the sir. focus on that? So the focus is like how you were saying earlier is trying to expand more. Um, my brother came down here. And we basically structured a plan on how to grow, to scale the Airbnb. When he came down here, I only had one. And now we're working to have three. So Hold on, hold on. run that uh, back, DJ. You talking about little bro? Run that back. You talking about little bro? Yeah, little so bro. So for the he record, everybody with- that's listening, me <laughs> and Colin used to see his little bro when he was high school working yeah. with his pops. Shout out to Sweat Equity. Working with his pops in the gym, putting in work. The youngin had gain too. So he ain't even 21 yet. Nah, and he is in Tampa with his big brother, and they're working on three Airbnbs. Keep going, my man. You got me hyping the. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, uh, oh, hold on, no, no, yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you good? Go ahead, bro. So yeah, he came down here. Like before, he came down here. We was talking. We were talking. I'm like, I have one right now. Um, the one I had was make. I was making fifteen hundred a month off of it, and I told him that number, and I'm like. Yo, like we can, we can double, triple. Can, can I ask you? you? See, I, can I ask you a question? This is for the listeners, because I'm even Colin. I'm about to ask you. Go so, ahead. Look, look, yeah, yeah. Before time out, time out. We got really, <laughs> Run this back, DJ. How, how, a lot, everybody probably don't know what Airbnb is, so tell them what that is, and then tell them how did you get your first Airbnb before we get into the second and third? Because we got people on here who who really want to get in the game, so give them the game. Oh. Okay, so um, I was doing my research, doing a lot of research. Um, I was going to Airbnbs. I was staying at Airbnbs in different places, and I'm like, dang! Like, I was staying a lot of in a lot of apartments, and I'm like, what? There's a lot of apartments, and they doing Airbnb with apartments. How are they doing that? So I just asked questions to the people that I was staying, like where I was staying. I said, hey, uh, how'd you get your Airbnb? Some people wouldn't want to give me the game. Some people would want to give me the game, but one lady she ended up giving me like the whole breakdown of how she did it. And it's something called rental arbitrage. And what rental arbitrage is, is you go to an apartment and like, or corporate lease is both corporate lease or rental arbitrage. You go to an apartment and you say, hey, I I have an Airbnb business. I have an LLC and I want to run my Airbnb at your apartment. Either they say no, they say yeah. But, you know, the game is you keep going to different apartments, especially if you're in a good market, you know, knowing your market. So you go to the apartments, they say, yeah, they say no. And when they say yes, you just go ahead and look at the numbers. Look at what the apartment costs. If the apartment is like two thousand a month, you look at this app called AirDNA. Um, the app will tell you how much you can make off of a two bedroom. And if it's two thousand a month, AirDNA, AirDNA. Hey man, yeah, I hope y'all taking notes out here, right man. Now. Y'all got to take some notes out here because I'm gonna run all this back and I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay him for his course. He's gonna pay for the consultation course. We're gonna pay for the B and B course. Go ahead, keep going. Yeah, so it's something called AirDNA. And AirDNA gives you the stats of every city in the country. Like, so you can you can be at home and be like, okay, let me look at California and let me see how much I can make with an Airbnb, a two bedroom Airbnb out there, or a one bedroom Airbnb, or a four bedroom house. You can see all those stats, and then that's when you're like, okay, this is what I can make with a two bedroom. This two bedroom here costs two thousand. They say I can make three thousand profit off of it. Then cool. Now you know you can make a thousand dollar profit because you know you got to pay the rent, obviously, right. and. Boom. So that's how that's what he did. And I told my brother about that. He was he was geek. He said, I'm coming down there with you. We're gonna work. Man, that's Bro. hard, yo. That's, that's hold, let me give you a round of applause. 
<laughs> Turn that up. They got, they got to hear that. The people in the back. Turn that up for us. Right, Yo, that's, that's so crazy. hard. My man said he make fifteen hundred. That's profit too. That's off profit. of one yeah, unit after rent. That's off, off one. After off, rent's paid. Off one unit. So, yeah, I'm about to join you, bro. What are we doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Hustle B and B, baby. Yeah, hey, I like that. Yeah, that's smooth. Hustle B and B, yo. That's smooth. That's hard, bro. That's really hard because I don't cash. I don't. You know, for me, so even when it comes to like certain real estate profits, I always tell people if you're not making at least five hundred. You 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 putting yourself in a situation that could come turn ugly. Fifteen hundred a month from one unit. Like stop playing. You're the Buccaneers Stadium. Okay, so question, so question. <laughs> so, so, Fire, so yo. Does that so the money you bring in depends on location, correct? Mm-hmm. Big. Okay, that's big. Yeah, that's one. So that's a big factor then. Yeah, real estate. Yes. I always know if you're doing anything real estate, anything real estate, whether it's Airbnb, whether it's personal property that you may sell later. later or rental property, location, location, location. Location right. going to turn your your investment. It's going to turn your liability into an asset. It's crazy because like when I, I was in Ohio, and I right before I started the first Airbnb, there was a sign outside that said location is everything. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is the. Yeah. <laughs> you took it and ran with it. Yeah. Yeah, because you got to think. Like like he just said, bro, I know me if I go into the football games, right? Mm-hmm. Uh I don't want to live. I, I like hotels, but I don't like Airbnbs far as certain locations. But if it's some downtown football game, basketball game, I want the B&B because they're going to be pristinely located to the event center. Right, right. Um, right. If I'm going on some smooth vacation, I'd rather have a resort. Depending on everything is situational with me. Um, right. My first choice is going to be the best resort possible. But for a situation like, yo, we're about to fly to go see the Super Bowl. I want the B&B where it's three minutes away. Hear the game from the room. Um, yeah, yeah. And you even got people that that just like travel just to see different Airbnbs. Like that's they, that's they that's their thing. So like that's you got people like that. You got people that's coming to the game. You got people that just coming to go to the beach. It's so many. It's so many traffic going through. Like that's the first customer I got was somebody going to the football game. They were like they the first question they asked, "How far are you from the field from the Buccaneers Stadium? Or oh, how far is the how far is the walk?" Is what they asked, and it was like a mile away. And they were like, oh, "Yeah, that's they booked." So you got two right now? Yes, sir. How the other one doing? Same thing. 15. Both for 15? Yeah. So three a month. Three a month. Yeah. On the side. Profit. Yeah, I mean, I cut it in half with somebody. I told you that. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine, though. Yeah. I rather Listen, you rather cut half of 3,000 with somebody than to cut half of damn zero. See, a lot of times, yeah. I ain't going on it. I'm, I'm going to stop. I ain't gonna, a lot of times, everybody out here, everybody out here want to get 100% of absolutely fucking nothing. You right, got cats right. out here right now who, it's four of us right now, right? So if we mm-hmm. get a property, don't make me do some bad math, $1,000 a month profit. That's two fifty mm-hmm. for everybody on the mic. That's two fifty right. a month. And no, it doesn't seem like a lot of money, but if we do that five times, four times, that's 1000 a month. If we do it eight times, that's... You, you, it's multiplies. Everybody either want to hit the lottery first or everybody don't want to split the pot. I like splitting the pot because if I split the pot, I split the headaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know, true. That, it makes it a lot easier. It makes it a lot easier for me having a teammate because... Your team is so important. That sound like Soul Food Sunday, baby. Man, people t- around you, bro, make your team. You no, got to cut. Man, we, yeah. good, good people, though. Good people. You got to have good people. Good people. people the right people. I don't want to be right. around a lot of people. I just want to be around the right people. The right people. So, about to work on your third. Go ahead, Chris. I see you hit my bad, bro. You know we talkers, man. We old. You know we'll chop it up for the next four hours, man. You got to so just jump in there. So, with the B&B, right? Yeah. So let me get this right. You see a, a apartment. You go from apartment complex to car- apartment complex. Find one who will let you use your LLC mm-hmm. to rent for Airbnb. They say yes. Now what? I, I go to the website. I see that I can make a thousand dollars a month in downtown DC at this apartment complex uh, down the street from the White House, right? So, boom. Am I signing the lease for twelve months? Am I signing the lease for twenty-four months? Uh, where is this process at? How do I list my property? Um, and what what goes all into listing the property? Do I have to pay for the uh, cleaners? Do I have to get renter's insurance? If so, how much? Let me know so I can go do this tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Um, so the first thing, as far as the lease goes, um, it's 
it varies. It depends. Like different apartments will uh, do different. They have different rules. So, I mean, one apartment might say you have to sign for 12 months. One apartment might say you have to sign for 24 months. And then you have to have a certain kind of insurance um, depending on, like, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what it depends on, but they, they'll ask for certain different kinds of insurance, different ones of different things. But then as far as, like, a cleaning team goes, you can outsource, like, on Facebook. You can outsource anywhere to find a cleaning team. That's easy. Um, you could put that cleaning fee inside of your – inside of like your fee, you don't even have to pay that cleaning team. You can charge an extra $65 or extra $85 or extra $100 for them to come and clean, put that in your fee with the person that's staying there. They'll pay for that. And that doesn't even come out of your pocket. So uh, I don't know if you had any other question after that. No, that's that's pretty much it. Um, that, that all makes sense. Find a spot, get a lease, renters insurance, and did you furnish these apartments yourself? How much yeah, I furnished, I, I furnished the apartment. The first one, I actually took like furniture out of my place. Took a little uh, note out of the book from the Turo thing. I took the furniture out of my place. I bought some new furniture from my place, and um, that's what I did with the first one. The second one, I just um, got my own furniture. I looked on like a marketplace, uh, Home Goods. Uh, you go, you go a lot of places. Target. Yeah. But um, you, you, once you furnished it, you was ready. You hit the ground running. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. How much? How much? How much of your time does this take? Is this more passive income, or you are uh, daily oh. duties with the B and B and Duro? So with the first one, um, it was more. It wasn't as much as passive income because I was going in there cleaning. I wasn't aware that you can have a cleaning team yet until somebody brought that to my attention in one of the groups. And um, mm-hmm. once I figured that out, then that's uh i went with the cleaning team and it was passive all the way passive with that one and the second one so so you the, make- the cleaning is all passive i don't have to go in there too much i go in there every now and then just to make sure everything is straight but so you're right, making 1500 a month for breathing and making the right plays with your money you're waking up making money he- i got a question though about this about that bnb so say you got some tenants that you rented out to and they trash your shit. what do you do so that's why it's good to have a camera in your place. You got a camera in your place. Usually your insurance, your rent insurance to cover anything they break or anything they steal. And then your camera covers it for evidence to get to Airbnb. So they know like, okay, we see that somebody stole or they trashed your place or you got you take pictures or whatever. You send it to Airbnb and Airbnb usually reimburses you for that. And Or you could charge them a cleaning or extra fee for trashing the place too. Okay, so you so so you so you allowed to put a camera in your joint to see the people in it? They ain't like yeah. privacy or nothing like that. Yeah, you could put a camera not in the bedrooms though. You could put I mean, a camera like in, in the comments in the living room, and you could put you could put one like a lot of people have ring doorbells on right, the front right. of their door. So you know, you, if somebody takes something, you see at least you see them leaving. Okay, so All yeah, right. you have to make them aware that the camera's in on the premises. Not that I know of. Not, I've never let anyone know there's a camera on the premises. Right, right. But I don't know. The, I don't know the answers for that. Okay, but there, but there's contingencies in place in case something gets stolen or broke, where you could recover your assets. Okay. So sure. I'm gonna tell you. I just did some math, yo, because I'm a mathematician. Right now, in Ken's in Ken's situation with a partner, Ken makes fifty dollars a day for breathing. Mm. I like that. He makes fifty dollars a day on the wake up. So. You said it's three thousand two houses, fifteen hundred. So when he get this third house, and I ain't counting his pockets, I just like doing math. So when let's he get, add the, uh, let's add the hundred percent disability I got now too. Woo! Hit with the buzzer, baby. Hey, that shit sound like DJ drama just now. I don't know if y'all can hear that. That makes life a lot easier too. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, y'all. This man got kicked out. Still got a hundred percent. Hundred percent, baby. Hey, that's a hell of another episode right there, man. We got to talk offline about that one, right? But, there. but can I at least put this math out there real quick before we do anything else? Go ahead, go ahead. So one more house. We'll, we'll just say two more because I like doing things in multiples. That'll put him at. Hold on. So you now you got to split it three ways when bro come in, right? So that'll be. Yeah. So that's still fifteen hundred. That's still 1500 divided by 30. So if you triple your houses, once you get to like house five or six, he's going to make $100 a day Ooh. for breathing. 
That's not including the money that he make for breathing for hundred percent breathing. But the moral of the story is <laughs> the moral of the story is he partnered up with someone who was official. They're splitting three grand a month right now as we speak. Pure passive income. He makes fifty dollars a day for waking up. Now that doesn't sound like a lot to I don't know who, uh, but I know people who don't. If you do their numbers, uh, okay, ten dollars an hour, eight hours a day at your job is eighty dollars a day, and you actually working, you're doing something. And if you're making ten dollars, yeah, you probably you probably at Mickey time, D's handing out. You know what I'm saying? At the grocery store, he makes fifty dollars a day on the whenever here, and, and we ain't even talking about peak season. We ain't talking about when the Super Bowl come back to Tampa or if Tampa right. would have stayed in the playoffs and they would have went and had home field advantage. That price going to triple. So he might have a $1,500 day. Come on, man. Avenged, uh, an Avengers pass called Gasparilla. <laughs> Gasparilla. I, I love Tampa yeah. already. Yeah. <laughs> man, you got me hyped, man. And somebody listening to this is about to take – one person might take this information and fly with it. That's you know all saying? that I want, yo. Yeah. <laughs> Every, wanna, episode, every episode, anything, and they can just fly with it, fly with that information and use it as motivation or whatever it is. So that's why I, I love these. I love these podcasts, man. I really, I really respect y'all hustle. Appreciate it, man. Hustle smarter, hey, I baby. I got a question for you, bro. All right. So Uh-oh. you know where you started and where you, where you end up right now, right? So I'm going to ask you a question. Would you make the same mistake again? Most definitely. Most definitely? <laughs> Most definitely. Huh. Probably and hey, you it. probably do that shit faster. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. if I do what I do, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. Though. No, I would, yeah, I would definitely do it again. I mean, it, it was painful. I'm not gonna lie, getting out was painful at first, but that pain was necessary. Yeah, it lit a fire under you. You know what I'm saying? And like I told you earlier, much respect, bro. Because I know a lot of people that go through stuff, and they don't bounce back like you did. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, much respect, bro. Much respect, yo. That's love. We appreciate you. You're a young bull. You out here killing it. Y'all check him out on Instagram at K-R-I-S-P-Y-K-E-N. Underscore. underscore. Yeah, unders- underscore Ken. We're going to put his follow tags in the comment section, in the description section. Check him out. The boy hard, man. <laughs> hey, appreciate y'all for tuning in. Crispy Ken on Instagram. Hustle Smarter, the family. Um, y'all run this up, man, because we're going to bring him on for that total Airbnb class. Everybody want to invest. It's coming around income tax season time. We'll talk about that. Yeah, all right. Say it ready. Yeah. This concludes another episode of the Hustle Lounge Podcast. We'll catch you next time.